Welcome to Make It Happen, a podcast for bloggers and creatives. You're listening to episode number 16. Welcome to the show everyone. Today's episode is one that I'm really excited to share because I invited the awesome Jess May onto the show and Jess is a relationship coach and she works specifically with entrepreneurs and creatives to help them balance their game-changing business alongside their game-changing relationship and this is a topic that is really close to my heart as my better half Alex plays a huge part in my business. He really lets me bounce every idea of him and really supports everything that I'm doing over here and my business also plays a huge part in the life that we building together so I'm very much in the thick of things right now just trying to find a way to balance it all. Jess's insights are really really great and this is definitely a different kind of episode for Make It Happen but I really love it and I hope you do too. Let's jump in. Hi Jess, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. No, I'm super excited to have you on the show today. Do you want to tell everyone who you are, where you're from, what you do, and kind of a little bit more about your story and your journey? Because I I love what you do and I can't wait for people to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously I'm Jess and I my stomping ground is over at the Fire Stokers. Um, I currently live in Western Australia, but we are moving back to the eastern states uh, in December, um, back to being near our family, uh, our friends, our hometown, um, to get married and have kids essentially really. Um, But my business is really centred around that entire thing. It's centred around uh, relationships because I feel like we don't have enough uh, information, particularly for people in our age in this generation, Um, a lot of the information around is geared more at, uh, you know, people who've been married for 40 years and need to bring back the spark and, um, dating so different now and being in a relationship is so different now. And, um, you know, so many of us are building businesses or we're career people and, um, we're so crazy busy all the time that we kind of forget about the things we've got right in front of us. Um, and we take them a little bit for granted. So, um, that's exactly what happened to me and my partner, Andrew and I, uh, we've been together for six years and, oh, it's our anniversary next week actually. Uh, we were pretty young when we got together and we've grown up together, which has been both great and hard because you kind of get into this um, a bit of a lull like you're on cruise control um, and you you take it for granted what you've got in front of you and you don't notice when people are changing and things are changing and, um, yeah, we all naturally evolve and uh, start needing different things and when you've been in a relationship for a while it can um, it can become a little bit bit hard to pick up the signs because you're too busy looking for the things that you've been looking for the whole time um, so about two years ago um, we sorry three years ago we moved from the eastern states to here in western Australia uh, for Andrew's work and we just wanted to earn some money and set ourselves up um, to buy a house and start a family and uh, all the things you do when you settle down and you're being good at adulting. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so we moved across the country. We'd already been together for a few years and so we thought we knew each other really well but you kind of, you're forced forced to do other things when you move away from everything that you know. Um, and so Andrew started a job where he worked away a lot. He's away for a week and then he's home for a week. And that got really, really tough um, when you're used to doing something 
you've got one setting for your relationship um, and you kind of have to defer from the default for a while. And we just, we sort of forgot about each other. And I know that sounds silly because we were there, we were there with each other, but um, we just stopped learning about each other and we stopped asking questions and we stopped making an effort. Um, and when, when you're away from the person that you love for a long time, things start shifting uh, and it can get really hard to bring it back. So we got to the point where um, we kind of felt like we were just roommates and I wasn't getting what I needed and he wasn't getting what he needed. But the problem was he didn't want to talk about what he wasn't getting and I wanted to talk about everything that I wasn't getting. And it just ended up being screaming matches and um, door slams and tantrums and ultimatums and he really wasn't getting us anywhere. And I either had to leave um, or something needed to change. So I chose the latter um, and decided that we should go to counselling. Um, tried to find a counsellor, and like I mentioned a bit earlier on, there's just there's no one around. Well, in our area, there wasn't anyone around who even understood what it was like to be a young couple in this era. You know, in the social social media age, or um, you know, when when you're both starting to build businesses and have careers, and and when it's not so common to not get married until you've been together for ten years and it was it was so hard to find someone who um, who could really relate to what was going on for us. Um, so I started studying psychology. Um, I'm still doing it now to be a relationship therapist and sex therapist um, for that reason. But obviously, I was not going to have the information that I needed right then and there to fix it in that point in time. So um, I just decided to step back and and watch what was happening and and start really really paying attention. Um, to what I needed and, and to what Andrew needed. And the information's always there um, if you're looking in the right places. So, um, you know, things like just watching watching how he interacted, what his default setting was, what was his go-to, um, what did he, what pissed him off, what made him happy, what did he even look like when he was pissed off, could I pick it? Um, you know, what, what did he really, really crave? Um, because that, the, the problem was we both loved each other so much, but we just weren't filling our cups, um, if that makes sense. Like you just, you, you feel like you're pouring into each other, but you're just missing the mark so much. And so stepping back and, and looking for that, for those signs um, of where the holes were. And, and then, you know, recognising that in myself too meant that we then had the upper hand to start, um, yeah, really filling each other up with what we needed um, so that's a really long-winded answer, but essentially <laughs> um, I just realised that there were so many people in our situation where, you know, they so desperately love their partner but they feel like they're, they're banging their head against a brick wall when it comes to balancing everything else and, and still having a happy relationship. So um, people started noticing the change in our relationship um, and so I started helping other people and I just started offering advice and it was more and more and more and more. Um, and so I decided to start making money from it essentially that it was something that people needed um and I wanted people to have that so that's why we are where we are <laughs> I love <Sorry>. that <laughs> that was a really long-winded answer but um no it was it was it was you know sometimes some people when they share who they are and what they do like not really on this podcast but when I've listened to the podcast they kind of just have this um this elevator 
pitch and I love that your story then was just so real and so human and I think anyone listening who is either in a long-term relationship right now or who has been in one that didn't work out will just relate to everything that you just said because you know you can't be with someone for a for a huge chunk of time and not to have issues along the way and not to kind of like you can't falling in love doesn't just mean like it's perfect from there on in you know I've, I shared this with you before we recorded like I've been with my boyfriend Alex for five years and like oh we we have those screaming fights too and I'm not proud of them and I'm sure the people in the room next to us don't like to have to listen to them but it is and I think it's a conversation that we need to be having and it's a conversation like as a couple but also just as as women like as female entrepreneurs I think um you know we're all talking about how we can use Pinterest to grow our business and we're all talking about how to you know create content but those relationships that we're having behind the scenes they're just as important and I love how honest you are about your story I can relate to it in my own little ways you know the I we've all been there when you're with someone for so long and you just kind of get into this groove and you stop paying attention to each other's needs and you either you you, like you said you choose to leave or you choose to stop and you choose to move forward and it gets so much better from there on in if you can fix it you know if you can pay attention to each other and check in with each other and I like you said about Andrew like we want to us women just want to talk about it and so many of our other halves just don't want to talk about it but if you find yourself a good man who will sit down or a good woman who will sit down and have conversations with you it makes it a lot easier is what I found and I know that one of the things we want to talk about today is the benefits that focus in on our relationship how it actually benefits who we are as business owners so I kind of I mean what are your thoughts on that where because I know you you work mostly with entrepreneurs don't you and kind of helping them with their relationships and I guess what is why do you really believe that we should focus on our relationships when we when we're running our own businesses Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think if you ask anyone who um, is partnered up or has a family why they do what they do, 95% of them are going to tell you that it's for their family. You know, I'm I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can create a better life for my family so that my hubby doesn't have to work so hard or um, so my wife can be doing what she loves doing um, so that she can work part-time and I can work part-time and we can have this amazing life and it's going to be so good because we've got all this money and, and and I just need to get to that point. I just need to get to that point where I'm making X amount of money in my business um, and then things can start getting good. And I feel like I see it too often where it sort of gets to the point where you're ignoring your partner or, um, you know, you're you're putting things on the on the back burner for your business because you just need to get it to that next point. Um, but we're kind of we're not focusing on on the bigger picture and the whole reason we're doing it. Um, and you think about like if you've had a really shitty day, the first thing you want to do is you want to go and sit on the couch with a partner and and unpack it, or you know you want to cuddle, or you just want to get out of the house. You want to slam the computer shut and go and get a coffee, or see a movie, or you know, and if we're not paying attention to those things, um, they're not going to be there. You know, we're not going to have the opportunity to come back to them. Um, but even just little things like uh, your creativity, right? So think about you've got, you're going to a business conference or, you know, you're on a call like you and I, Jen, just chatting now. Um, think about all these crazy, awesome, good ideas you have when you get off the call. You've got to write everything down. And you've got to start implementing things and you want to do this and you want to do that. You want to do it all at the same time, but you can't. And, oh, everything's just so magical. Think about about how you feel 
um, you know, after you've just come back from a holiday with your wife or your hubby or, um, you know, you might have just had like we've got this thing at home called No Undie Sunday where you just hang out at home like and and do nothing on a Sunday and just watch movies. And I know I'm so, so pumped for my week after that because it's just got this amazing um, – there's just something about spending time with the people that you love that energises you. And I think um, if we're not paying attention to, like I said, the big picture, why we're doing it in the first place, and if we're not nurturing that, our business is suffering because it's not even got the right fuel going into it. We're not doing it for the right reasons um, or the reasons that we think we're doing it for is actually burning down the end result. Oh, Jess, I'm sitting here nodding along because I couldn't, like, I, I agree with that so much, like, so, so much. Like, I think I love that that is kind of the message behind what you do because um, I it, that's great. And I think it's so true. Like, we have to be fueling our business and our creativity and our decisions with the right fuel or we're just going to find ourselves on a path where we're not even building something that's going to make us happy. And we're going to just find ourselves with a business that, yeah, might pay the bills, but we hate it. We hate it. We, we'll end up hating it as much as we hated the day job or the life that we had before the business. Yeah, if absolutely. Not, yeah. And I think um, you're so right. A lazy duvet day fuels me so much more than working 15 hours and not even talking to my boyfriend for the entire mm. day. Yeah. I think we just, you know, think about your why um, and go and do that, you know. Like it's all well and good to say to someone, I'm doing this so that my, like for me, it's definitely so that uh, Andrew doesn't have to work so hard. But what's the point in doing it for him if I'm not even hanging out with him or spending time with him? Like what am am I doing it so that he can sit there on his own? Like, (laughs) I'm just going to work so hard so that you can work part-time, but I'm going to pick up the slack. Um, And so you can just sit on the couch and watch Netflix. How does that sound? Oh, it's so true. And it's, yeah, no, and what you have this business, but I think putting your relationship on hold to build the life you actually want for your relationship we all do it like I've done that like me and me and Alex found ourselves a couple a couple of months back and I was just working literally like 15 hour days for weeks and weeks and weeks like I didn't take a break for about three weeks and I mean we lived together and he was coming home from work and I was like I'm busy I'm working and like we'd have dinner together but we'd have dinner while I was like replying to emails and I was just like this isn't worth it like I want to make a good living I want to build the life that we want to build together but it's not worth it if we're not hanging out and if we're not doing what made us love each other in the first place and so um and I realized that balance might not exist but you have to choose to promote your relationship as much as you do your business and you can't I don't believe in saying like oh we just have to put up with this until we get to where we want to get to like you have to put your relationship first every single day or it will just it'll burn out and you'll resent each other is what I think yeah absolutely you know when you think um and everyone will probably admit it silently to themselves right now but you think oh do you know what I could totally squeeze out another hour because they're still going to be there in an hour like he's still going to be there it's totally fine or she'll be waiting for me it's no worries but if you do that every day like you you know you kind of people change and people grow and and like you said it can be resented and this is like worst case scenario but you know what if they're not there what if they get the shits with it or um you know and and it's not often does it get to that but you kind of feel like um like you kind of just expect that they're going to wait in this holding pattern and then when you're ready to come back to them everything will be the same everything will be awesome and um 
yeah, I think you can nurture both and there's this, there's this whole uh, fear that you've got to pick one or the other, um, you know. And when I say one or the other, it's like I'm kind of putting relationships in a, in a whole, like, you know, family, friends, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, it's either business or relationships. And, and I don't think it has to be that way. And I think the best way to profit from both is to actually meld them together. Oh, so true. So true. And I know that something we were going to talk about today is how to bring your partner on board with your business goals. And I imagine is that is that like the next step you would suggest for someone who wants to bring those two to profit in both their relationship and their business do you think getting them on board with your business goals is the is the key thing and also I'm going to backtrack one second because what you said earlier I had like this thing in my head and I was thinking um you know if we're sitting there and we're thinking like oh they can just wait if we want to do an extra hour Mm. it made me think maybe a good thing to ask yourself is would I put up with what I'm putting them through right now oh absolutely absolutely that's what I just realized because it's so even if I I am I'm not a selfish person but I have tendencies to get a little self-involved into my business and my life and my work and because I'm in the kind of relationship where I'm with like the most like I told Jess my boyfriend is my podcast editor as well so he's going to be listening to this when I say it and probably (laughs) smiling on the other side of the room like oh you love me but I am really lucky to be with a complete like caregiver like he loves me he supports me you know he he never lets me go hungry he like he looks after me in ways that some people just think is crazy but so I'm really lucky to be with someone who's so caring and so kind of gives as much as he takes in our relationship and um but I don't want to take that for granted and I don't want so sometimes it's good just to put yourselves in their shoes and be like well would I like to be neglected like this because it's just yeah it's hard it's hard isn't it but I so yeah back to what we were going into is business goals and getting them on board with business goals so I guess um what of the why do you think this is so important where have you seen problems come up with people when when they don't get their partners on board with their business goals yeah um and so when we talk about getting someone on board with business goals it doesn't necessarily mean um that your partner needs to help you get to your money goal or that they're helping you do anything in your business it's more so getting the why behind it. And like I said, so many people say it's for their family or this or that. They've, everyone's got their why. Um, but the key thing is there that it's it's their why. You know, it's your individual reason for what you're doing. And the biggest thing you've got to remember is that um, not everyone speaks the same language, hey. Like um, not everyone's filling their cup with the same thing. And relationships are the perfect example of this because – um, we said it before, you know, some people really like to talk. Some people just want to sit there and take it in. Um, they're not big talkers and everyone's got their own different ways of giving and receiving love. Um, and it's the same with anything, but in getting your partner on board with your business goals, you really kind of have to tap into that because I can sit here. My, my why a hundred percent is like I said, so that Andrew doesn't have to work so hard. Um, we're moving home to buy a farm. I want him to enjoy that because that's that's how he grew up. That's that's why he's worked so hard so that he can have that. I want him to be home to enjoy that. I also don't want my hours, creativity hours, dictated by someone else. I want to be able to work when I'm most creative. Um, I want to be able to take time off when I need to with my kids. I want to be able to balance um, a social life. I want to be able to go on holidays and all these sorts of things, which is great. And some people are probably nodding going, oh, yeah, totally, that's me too. But if I sat down and said that to Andrew, he'd be like, yeah, and? Like, that's, he's like, in his mind, that's, okay, that's cool, but so what? 
you know it doesn't it really doesn't cater to what he what he's looking for what he craves from from the relationship if that makes sense um but if I was to sit down and say to him well you know if I have this business and and I get to this amount of money or um you know it's this successful think about um the new tractor we could buy like how good would that be or um, you could take time off and go hunting and camping with the boys because you wouldn't have to work so hard. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? So all you're trying to do is, I don't want to say manipulate, but I guess it kind of is a little bit. Um, you're really just, you're, you're rewording um, your, your reasons for doing what you're doing in a way that your partner understands so that they can feel it and get emotionally invested in what you're doing. You know, and like we said, understand why sometimes just, on a launch week, you might be super crazy busy um, and you might not cook dinner that night. But they get that because you're doing that so that he can have this real flash tractor so he can go camping with his mates so he doesn't have to take time off work so you're not dipping into your savings. Like pick these things that emotionally will connect to your partner to what you're doing in a way that they will understand. You're helping me feel like I'm I'm doing my relationship right <laughs> Because I'm sitting here and I'm like, that's what we do. And I'm like, because, you know, I don't know if anyone, if you or anyone listening can relate to this. Like, I love my boyfriend. I love the life we've built together. But sometimes I sit there and I'm like, am I a good girlfriend or am I a crap girlfriend? Mm, yeah, and, yeah. and, and, but we do that. Like, because like, I'm my, my business, why is so similar to yours. It's so I can be creative, not live my life by anyone rules, take care of myself. Everyone probably knows my business story. I started this because I was too sick to have a day job, but also so my boyfriend can go part-time and then hopefully, because basically um, my boyfriend has a day job and he freelances on the side and kind of when I was too sick to work, he kind of kept us going and uh, and, uh, and then gave me the freedom to build my business and I kind of want to flip it around and do the same for him. So I wouldn't be able to hold us down now and him have the freedom to push his freelance business forward and maybe find a way for us to work together in some ways too so I can really relate to your whys but when it's launch week or when I've got just too much work on my plate he doesn't sulk or get mad at me because he knows that I'm not doing it for me it's, we're doing it for the both of us for this shared life vision that we have and I think it's so important to kind of probably going even weird deeper into relationships here but to have a shared life vision is key I think because if you're working towards different endpoints you're literally what's the point so it's kind of yeah um Getting them on board with your business goals, but in a way that is tangible for them is so important, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's where we tend to fall down. Um, or we think we know, but we haven't done the background work to to really nut out um, what your partner's heart speak is and and what their, what their language is and how to get that message across in a way that they understand. That's not like gibberish or yeah. that doesn't make you feel like you're repeating yourself and banging <laughs> your head against a brick wall. And kind of just being in sync with where you're going, you know, I think that is so important that you feel like you're moving towards the same direction, even if you both go about it in different ways. I think that is important because I think, um, like you said, I'm similar to you. I got with Alex when we were very young. I was 18 when we got together and we've grown up together. And my biggest fear, the older we've got, is that I knew it was always important for us to grow together and grow up, but not grow apart and find ourselves becoming people who couldn't fit anymore, if that makes sense. Yes. And um, not that we've ever like been stuck in that, but I think I've watched enough TV shows. <laughs> 
<laughs> to like fear that that was but I've just learned that like working sharing a life vision and, and building a life vision not on your needs but on both of your needs has has been the thing that helps us like thrive and grow in our relationship and I think um, if you're a business owner they have to they have to understand where you're heading and how it fits into your life or you are just doing this thing outside of them that is actually making their life harder not better yeah and even just down to little things like I remember when I made my first $39, I was so freaking stoked. I ran <laughs> from the office and I dived next to Andrew on the couch. He was watching Stargate SG-1. So he was, <laughs> he was initially pretty shitty that I interrupted. But um, I was so excited. I was like, I've created money from nothing. Like I've created money from my brain and this is working and people understand what I'm doing and people are thriving off that. And it might only be $39, but it's the first $39 I've paid. (laughs) He was genuinely excited for me in his own way because he's not very expressive. But, (laughs) um, you know, if you can do things like that and get them on board, like chuck a party, go out for dinner when you reach, you know, 150 newsletter subscribers or sell your first product and splurge and, go away for a week and who knows, but get your partner involved in that. So that's, again, it's an emotional connection for them too. And it's, it's not just something that you're doing on your computer locked away in your office um, that they've got no idea about. Like let them share the wins with you. Even if, even if they're not directly involved to see how happy that makes you and to see how much that means to you will again be, just be fuel for that encouragement. Oh, so so true, and and I I kind of um I adopt I when I make money when my business makes money and I say Alex comes home from work for the day I go we made this much today yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah um and I think that's so important especially when I mean when you've been with your partner for a long time you kind of share your finances you share everything and you kind of it's all like a joint financial goal and so. Like, I don't feel comfortable being like, this is my money. You can have a little bit of it. It's like, we made this. It's ours. Um, Because even if he's not the one doing the work, he's the one who might cook my dinner some nights if I'm too busy to cook. Or he might be the one who does my laundry if I'm too busy. And the fact that he's doing that is enabling me to do what I need to do. So none of us if you're in a relationship and they're playing you're playing a kind of equal role in your lives they help you make it happen as much as you help you make it happen is what I think yeah and you know even on the other end of that if there are people listening to this who you know perhaps their spouses aren't making them dinner when they're working on things or aren't helping them out in that way um it's kind of you know you've sort of got to foster that encouragement and that engagement so like you said talking about we or we've done this and we've done that and um start interacting with them the way you want them to interact with you if that makes sense like create the environment you want to create in your relationship yeah yeah like um just display the behaviors that you want sent back to you really if you want them to be encouraging and um be excited for you and understand what you're doing and be emotionally invested then flip that back and reflect that back be all those sorts of things because that becomes the normal. That just becomes the normal behaviour. And, you know, we'll get to the point where you can walk up to them and say, oh, I've done this and this and this amazing. And they are registering that, oh, wait, this has happened a few times right now um, and she wants me to be excited, so I'm going to be excited. And eventually just <laughs> it does. It just becomes this normal thing and, and that's how you change, not just, um, you know, when you're trying to build a business to get someone on board with it, but your relationship in general you know if you need to change things then start being the change sounds like something mother Teresa would say but (laughs) no it's so 
it's like it's so true it's like um and because like like you said like for people listening who are single right now i i'm sorry we're having such a relationship focused (laughs) episode but maybe this could even apply to close personal friendships i know it's not romantic but for people who are in a relationship but maybe they feel like they're not getting the support that they I know this is going a little bit off topic Jess but if they're not getting the support I guess number one don't feel crap about it like everyone has everyone's dynamics are different in that's what I've had to learn a lot is like you can't compare your dynamic to anybody else's because then you just go home and you're like why don't you do this because so-and-so's boyfriend or husband does this and that's just that's just a recipe for disaster because if anyone said that to me I'd lose my temper so bad so um But yeah, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but um, yeah, with relationships, um, I, I love everything you just said, and I think it's so it's it's being about it's being intentional, and it's about being awake in your relationship. You know, like it's about consciously like making a decision every day to promote the relationship you want to build together and and letting them play a part in the business that you're building and I guess the next little topic we could talk about is the actual process of bringing your spouse into your business in the different ways that that can manifest whether that's a whether that's giving them a role in your business collaborating in your business or even giving them a bit more insight and ownership in your business if that makes sense yeah yeah for sure um, Andrew and I are in the very, very early stages of this ourselves. I'm shit with money. I'm so, so bad with money. Um, and so he's my money man. And I was really nervous to ask him to come on board. Um, but I kind of, I perked it up cause I told him he would get his own email address, which was really excited about. <laughs> um, I was thinking it would be something like money man at the fire stokers or, um, oh gosh I don't know dollars daddy or something fun and he was like no <laughs> like it has to be accounts at the firestokers.com because that sounds much more professional I was like oh <laughs> okay that's not very fun but um but yeah that was a big deal for me because it was this sort of um and I'm an Aries so I'm really really good at starting things and never following through with them um <laughs> and so I think when I first started it he was he probably very much thought it was just another one of my crazy projects that would last two weeks um and so asking him to come on board was a big deal for me because it was like okay we're doing this like this is happening and this is going somewhere and I want you on the train I want you on this crazy train let's do it um but he that's all he really does he doesn't do anything else for me he's got access to the email he sees you know paypal reconciliations and um, accounts come through and all that sort of thing but the biggest thing um that I know we're going to come up against later is definitely are you becoming a partnership are you doing it together or is someone still the boss like at the end of the day who gets the last say like who gets to say these things um So if you're bringing your partner on board with your business, you really have to think about boundaries. Um, You know, what's your area of expertise? What's my area of expertise? Do we cross over? Do you have a say in what we do? Do you have a hand in the creative process? Like you can't, you have to have a really clear vision of why you want them on board and what they're going to offer to the business, just like an employee. Um, Because it can be really easy to say, yeah, yeah, I want you to come on board. And then you do nothing but fight because, you're actually not even clear about what they're there for. Um, and that's when things start to get a little bit fuzzy um, and it can be a real sticking point and a real uh, point of contention because you can't just go home at the end of the day and bitch about your colleague because your colleague is actually your partner. 
you know, like, and that's another thing you've got to, what, like, when is shut off? When do you get to the point where like, okay, we're just not talking business anymore. Like we're not talking shop. We need to go home and we just need to be us. We don't need to be Mr. And Mrs. Business. Um, Cause it can be, I mean, it's so consuming when you do it on your own. Imagine how consuming it is when you're doing nothing but talking about it. You know, is it when you shut the, sh- the office door, is it comes, you know, three or four o'clock in the afternoon, you're like, no, that's it. Like, no more, it might do it tomorrow. And it can be so easy You kind of get into this habit where it's like, oh, I might just check my emails on my phone because I know that he's probably going to do it in a minute anyway. So, um, or he works with me or she works with me. So they totally understand what I'm doing. They totally get that it's okay to do this. And, and that's where the, the lines are really blurred. So I think the biggest thing is be, be clear about why they're coming on um, and also make it clear that, Someone has the last say because it's really good if you come on as a partnership, um, but someone needs to have the last say. Someone needs to give this the yes or give that no, um, and that can be really shitty if you haven't sort of clearly defined your boundaries and you're the one that's got to go home and deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing when two like romantic partners, like your partner in life, when you find that you also – together you make better things happen in business and work than you would separately and I think that is that's an awesome process to go through as a couple because it's really funny I've seen it in my own relationship but also my brother and his girlfriend run a business together too so I've kind of seen it from two different sides and it's kind of um so for anyone listening who did so Alex is my podcast editor but way more than that he's kind of my partner in crime in terms of he's the person I talk to about all my ideas he's like like he's literally like just my biggest support system but our plan for the next few months is to hopefully bring him on part-time so he can kind of help support me to create more content and more kind and kind of help me do bigger things and look after my books like Jess's husband-to-be is helping her do too and I think what I've learned is it works when you're bringing something to the table that helps the other person be better than how they would be alone and also like Jess said with knowing the boundaries like like my business is my business and we've kind of had this discussion where it would go with Alex being on it a bit more permanently and kind of and I think it's just yeah it's knowing who the vision is and having the same vision but I think the magic happens when you can find a way to bring something out in each other that you couldn't have had without the other person being there to bring it out and kind of knowing where you sometimes as a couple you may like me and Alex really creatively recharge each other and the conversations we have but if that doesn't work for you like the people listening in your relationship that's okay maybe they can just help you with just being like a soundboard or with the finances or with lots of these different things but um like sometimes yeah creative couples I guess coming together and kind of making creative magic happen is something that really excites me I could probably talk about that all day (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean like Andrew he's not creative as such but there are definitely times when I'm like I've got this amazing idea and then I'm telling him about it and he's like okay how the hell is that gonna work because this this and this and you're like oh yeah I didn't think about that one um but he's yeah he's definitely a sounding board and um just as like you said in your relationships you've each got different strengths and you each bring something different to the table um you kind of you know if you level each other out or whatever that can definitely carry over into your business and yeah they don't have to be a partner they don't have to you know make all the big decisions for you but maybe they 
I don't know. I reckon Andrew would make a pretty good secretary. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I'd let him check my emails. But, you know, if, if you are wanting to bring them on or maybe they've hinted that they want to come on or maybe you've never even talked about it but you know that um, something that they do in their everyday life, you know, in their job or um, something like that would, would be a really good benefit to your team, then talk to them but make sure you've got those boundaries. Yeah, it, it is so important. And like you said, like, when do you stop talking about it? When do you stop? checking your emails like our kind of rule is okay we'll talk about business while it's energizing but when it gets to the point when it's 10 p.m and we're still trying to hash out help me hash out an idea then I'm just like you know what we're burnt out let's watch some Netflix and go to bed and it's kind of um setting boundaries as a couple is a conscious thing that you have to do together and I've really learned that there's no excuses like like if we're not spending time together the only people's fault is our own it's not my business's fault it's our fault my fault for not prioritizing what I want to prioritize like I was ending the day a couple of weeks back every day of the week I was going to bed and I'd, I'd done like I'd done everything I wanted to do with my business I was like reaching goals that I wanted to reach but I wasn't spending time with Alex and we'd go to bed and I'd sit there and I'd be like I don't feel fulfilled I thought I'd feel fulfilled when I set out at the start of today because I had all these goals I wanted to reach you know and I've ended the day and I've not spent any serious quality time with you and I don't feel fulfilled and it took like two weeks of me feeling like this every night before bed to realize I need to feel fulfilled. It wasn't enough just to reach my business goals and to like push forward in my business. I had to feel fulfilled in our relationship at the end of every day too. And that might sound like a really simple realization, but it kind of changed everything for me because it was just like a huge realization. So I think let business play a part in as long as it energizes you, but it isn't your business's fault if your relationship isn't thriving. It's your fault. Like whoever's like, it's my fault if I'm not prioritizing my relationship. Does that make sense, Jess? Yes, absolutely. I love that you said that Um, because I thought with the same thing for quite a while. This, again, is probably pretty off topic, but that's okay. Um, And so Andrew works away for a week and then he's home for a week. And I was finding that I was getting nothing done in the week that he was here and I was really, really beating myself up about it like, oh, I'm not going to be able to be a business owner until he quits his job at the end of the year or I'm not going to be able to do this or I'm not going to be able to do that. And it got to the point where I was just like, I'm either going to have to throw it in or I'm going to have to, um, you know, get another job or I'm, I'm going to have to do something else because this is just not, I'm just not getting anywhere. And then you sort of, again, just like every relationship is different, every business is different. So for me, I just decided that, man, if I don't do anything in the week that he's home, that's okay. Like if I don't write a blog post, because I'd rather sit on the couch with him and like watch reruns of Doctor Who, then that's okay. Like just you need to do these energizing, refueling things because, again, if you're doing it for your family and you're telling everyone that you're doing it for your family but you're not spending time with that family, what's the damn point? Yeah, and maybe and maybe when people say they're doing it for their family but they're not spending time with their family, maybe it's because they're saying they're doing it for their family but deep down they're not accepting that they're also doing it for themselves does that make that I could just be completely like maybe sometimes it's a rhetoric that they've like a story that they've put out there that they feel like that should be the story but maybe there's some acceptance like it's also it's not okay and it's also not not okay to be selfish and to be like I'm building this business for me and if that's what's true for you listening I mean you have to also be honest about that does that make sense Jess am I maybe I'll (laughs) no 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 totally um and I think if you it can get to the point where you're just saying it for such a long time. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for my family. That you, like you said, you feel like you can't be selfish and be like, well, hey, no, I am doing it for me because I don't want to go back to the shitty day job or I do want to do something that creatively fuels me. But 
you know, if you're if you've been saying it for such a long time, but you're not even following up on that why, if you're not living that why, then you kind of lose touch with why you're doing it in the first place. Yeah, so true. I so true. I'm I'm living this. I hope people listening. It's it's completely off topic for a make it ha- make it happen episode, but it's kind of so. We have been talking for like 16, 17 episodes now about making things happen. But for many of us, it's about our relationships. It's about the life that we want to live. So I love that we've got Jess and her perspective on the show today. And the, the one of the last things I wanted to talk about with you, Jess, was balancing it all without sacrificing any of it, which is, which is an idea that I battle with because I'm like, okay, can we balance it all without sacrificing any of it? Or do we have to choose what's worth sacrificing and what we refuse to sacrifice? What do you, well, you, you tell me what you think about the whole topic and then maybe help me answer that question yeah. <laughs> near the end. No, 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 cool. Um, my favourite saying, and some people are going to love me for this and some people are going to hate me for it, um, is that scheduling is sexy. Like, deal with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, just like you plan out your business at the start of the month. You're like, okay, from this time to this time I'm doing that, from this time to this time I'm doing that. Lock in time with your spouse. Like if you are so, if you're such a slave to your calendar, such a slave to your schedule, then put time in there. Like make it part of your business practice. Just like people are putting in time for self-care and they're making time for that sort of thing, put in time for your relationship. Like so many people said to me, yeah, but there's no spontaneity. It's not spontaneous when you schedule it in. And that drives me crazy because... If you schedule a holiday, you are still super excited up until that holiday, right? You, you're like, oh, my God, I get to do this. I'm going away in this many hours. And if you're like me, you count down to days and hours and minutes. And everything. But, <laughs> you know, if you know that you've got a date night set out coming up at the end of the week and you've had a really, really crazy business week, you're going to be looking forward to that date night like, whoa. Because if you haven't already put in the effort to build the time in, you're never going to find it. You're just going to keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And if it does get to breaking point or bubbling point where you're thinking, oh, I actually haven't hung out with you for a while. I might have to do that. Then you're kind of doing it out of obligation. So you're not missing out on, sorry, you are missing out on, on the general idea of spending time with someone, whether it's your partner or whether it's your friends or your family, it doesn't matter. It's, scheduling is sexy do it put it in there um because then you don't again you don't feel like you're robbing peter to pay paul you're not taking time from the business to give time to your relationship um because it's it's done it's scheduled in um but also don't beat yourself up for it like my if i'm feeling like i'm not being creative if i don't have anything to say that day then i'll go and spend time with andrew because it's like creative fuel um, doing the things that you love. And again, I know I keep saying it, but getting back in touch with the reason why you're doing it in the first place is the best thing you can do for your business. You're not taking time away from the business. Um, you're not, um, you're not taking up precious, precious creating time because all you're doing is getting that fodder to be able to create more. Yes. And I, it, you, you reminded me of something a few weeks back where I was stressed. I hadn't done like the following day's blog post yet. And I was sitting in bed and it was like, oh, like maybe half 11 at night. And we're, we're like, we, we, we like to go to sleep early. If I'm ever asleep past midnight, there's something wrong. So we were, and I was stressing and stressing and I sat there and I was like, wait a minute, if I don't just switch off now, because Alex sometimes has to get up for work at like 4am. I was like, if we don't just switch off and spend a little bit of time just catching up and going to sleep, that could be 
like ruin like the next few days because we need we need to spend time together but if I don't post a blog post tomorrow that's not going to change a single thing for the future of my business or my life and I had to sit there in that moment and be like yeah this me switching off and me spending time with Alex is more life-changing than it is to just put up a blog post because I can put it up in two days time so it doesn't really matter that much but when you're running a business and you're obsessed with your business like because you do especially in the beginning you get I am obsessed with my business and you kind of can feel like everything is an essential and I'm learning that if you if you want to find some form of healthy balance you've kind of got to kind of got to differentiate what's essential and what is just the areas that you know would be good to do but they you can't always put them before your relationship if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely um it's like it's just way too easy to get burnt out um and it you know it can cause resentment and and like you said when your business is new or do you know what even when you've been in it for a long time if that's how you've been running this whole time then that's how you're going to try you know you're going to keep running it that way um but not making time for those other things is actually, that's when the sacrifice comes because you're trying to make your business the first priority. I get it. I did it for a little while too. Um, and mostly it's because you're so excited and you can't understand why the other person isn't so excited as well. But, um, yeah, you kind of just start forgetting about everything else. And um, like we chatted about, it's you just kind of think, oh, well, they'll still be there. Like it's fine. They'll I just hang out here for another hour they're still going to be there it's okay and so essentially what you do you're not you're not physically pulling anything away from the business but you're pulling it away from the rest of your life and what's the point in having a business then yes oh anyone who reads my blog kind of every time I post will know that like I say this on my weekly letters like I say this all the time it's like what's the point of building a dreamy business if it's not helping us live a dreamy life I know that sounds like silly but and um I really believe it and I've really learned that recently in that um I'm not going to let my business anymore direct where my life is going. I'm going to let my big vision for my life direct where my business is going because that's why I did this in the first place. And and that totally depends what kind of business you want to build. Like that kind of mindset will not work for every type of business. If you want to be a billionaire, there's probably going to, you probably can't just be like, oh, I just want to like, you know what I mean? But if I refuse to let my business dictate my life. I'm going to let my life move my business forward and I'm going to let them act in tandem with each other. But yeah, um, you didn't start this. Well, I didn't start this to not spend time with my boyfriend and I didn't start this not to build our life together. And I didn't start this to wake up two years down the line and just not even know each other anymore because we've spent too much time doing our own things and not enough time being together, if that makes sense. And, and, And I'm really lucky in that. I'm with someone who who sees it like that too and we really prioritize our relationship but sometimes the business just it just it's so consuming business being a business owner is so consuming because there's no clear switch off point and time is money and if anyone just had an ambulance go past then I apologize all the noises (laughs) but yeah um time and it's and it's so consuming and it's and you have in my experience you just have one choice to make you just choose to be like you know what my relationship or my friends or my health whatever it is that you need to prioritize to build that dreamy life it's a choice like no one's gonna make that choice for you but it's a choice and you don't have to sacrifice your business goals or growth and you don't have to sacrifice the life you want you just need to put them both on the table at the same time if that makes sense yeah yeah you can have your cake and eat it too and there's this really horrible thing going around at the moment this idea that you can't have it both like you, you can't possibly have a good life 
or a good relationship and a thriving business. Who can do that? Who's got time for that? But if if you're doing it in the right avenues, like we said, going back to this whole um, knowing your partner's heart speak, knowing yours, knowing what fills everyone's cup, knowing it's like, um, oh, you guys probably aren't going to know this, but we like we've got this brand of cordial, like, oh, gosh, I don't even know what you guys call it. It's like a sweet drink, but it's not soft drink. Like you add water to it. Oh, no. Yeah, this is so funny. Um, when I recorded the episode with Melissa from the Nectar Collective, I had a Kilna jar with cordial in it. And she was like, Jem, she was like, Jem, what's that drink? And I was like, it's cordial. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, like juice and you add water to it. And she was like, yeah, we don't have that here. And I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, you don't have cordial? <laughs> so, no. We have Robinsons. Do you have Robinsons? No, no. Oh, We've what? got um, Cotties is the brand. Um, okay. This is the best example I can think of. So I'm sorry if no one has any freaking idea what I'm talking about. But <laughs> so for ages, like years and years and years, you would get cotties in like a two liter bottle. And so as kids, like you just drink it straight. It's disgusting. It's like sugary water straight. But um, it was always a two liter bottle. And then they brought the bottles out and they were way smaller. They were like a liter. And everyone's like, oh, what the? It's when this whole everything concentrated became the like the fad. Like all the packages were getting smaller, but the whatever was in them was more concentrated. And, and Cotties was the big thing because it's no one could understand how you could have a smaller container but still have the same amount of stuff essentially in it. Double concentrate. That's what yeah. they call it, isn't it? Double yeah. concentrate. We have that here. Yeah. And so that's the best example I can use because, you know, while you're running a business, that's one more thing on your plate. And that's a little bit of time that you are taking away from your relationship. But if you know exactly what needs to be done in that time, exactly what your partner needs to feel loved, what you need to feel loved, so that you can make sure no one's missing the mark in that really short amount of time that you've got. It's like you're just taking all the love that you would normally have and it's just concentrated. I love that. Does that make it's sense? Just, yeah. No, that made so much sense. And I think I was just thinking then, like, I feel like, the best place to start for anyone right now who you know is with someone and and like it's working but the business is starting to take its toll I think I think the most important thing is just to sit there and accept that this is a conversation worth having with yourself and in your relationship because I think as women and as entrepreneurs in the in the digital age I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to kind of be amazing and to kind of be strong and fearless and kind of business focused and I think maybe we're not giving ourselves enough permission to talk about our relationships and prioritize our relationships because we don't want to sound like 50s housewives you know and I and I think like um you have to talk about it because no one wants like you have to give yourself permission to talk about it with yourself and then talk about it with your partner and I think um yeah you have given me so many like just brain thoughts here that's not even a word so many ideas Jess and I'm, I'm so glad that you're starting this conversation for entrepreneurs because um when you feel your your business can do incredible your, your relationship or your friendships just the human beings that you have in your life that fill your heart with so much happiness when you're fueling them and you're taking care of them that makes you a better business owner it just does it just makes you it when you're happy and fulfilled and when you're because people fill you up and people make you feel good about yourself mm. and people make you people make you feel fearless because you know you've got people to fall back on if you fuck it up real bad and like when you have that you can do so much more and so starting that conversation about relationships whether it's romantic but obviously that's what we're focusing on today but even if it's just friendships like your roommate or your best friend um yeah give yourself permission to talk about that 
in your head as much as you are trying to plan out your business strategy and your Pinterest strategy, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's like the missing tool in the business tool belt and people just don't think about it. And it's like, don't start this amazing business that makes you like, like you're going to do incredible work, but don't let it take it away from this. Like a relationship is is hard work. Like we, I don't know about you, Jess, but like I have committed a lot of like um, compromise and emotion and time and just I've pushed myself as a human being to be in this relationship if that makes any sense and it's stretched me and it's and it's it's like I'll I'll cry now because I'm such an emotion I won't cry I promise everyone but like um if you cry it's I'll moved cry because I'm a <laughs> <laughs> but like re- the best kind of relationships change us like our core and I love that I wouldn't go back to who I was before I met Alex but um it's done incredible things for my life and it's done incredible things for who I am as a person and I think I don't want to lose that and all the amazing things that are left to come because if this is what we've grown in five years imagine where we're going to be in 20 years to just because I'm building this business that feeds the other part of me because um I don't think a relationship can fill you up entirely you have to have you have to fill yourself up too is what I've kind of learned Mm -hmm. but um I don't want I don't want to live my life sacrificing either of them and there's going to be some weeks where one has to take more priority than the other sometimes your relationship has to be the priority and sometimes your business but yeah I think every day choosing to promote the best balance you can and yeah and I, I love all the things that you've spoken about today it's been great and um this has been really good and I know I end every episode asking someone what their biggest advice would be right now for anyone who's working hard to make big things happen but I'm gonna twist this a little bit and ask you Jess what would your biggest advice be for anyone listening right now who's trying to make things happen in their relationship and their business um it would be after the podcast turn your computer off turn your phone off and actually go and spend time with your partner <laughs> like honestly because um, if you if you're hustling to make big things happen, um, you know you 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 are missing out on that time. And I get it. Like launch week's coming up for me soon, and it's going to be huge. Um, but like we've said this whole time, if that person's not there, or if they've been there for you the whole time, go and say thank you. Like if they're not right there, send them a text message. Do something nice. But taking a night off from your business or a day off from your business is going to do jack shit. It's, you know, it's not, it's not going to ruin anything. It's not going to cancel out the, the great work that you've done. Um, so you're getting the best of both worlds. Your business is still going to be there when you come back to it tomorrow and your spouse is still going to be happy because you've spent time with them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love the saying. I remember um, a few, maybe it was a few weeks back or a month back, Alex like told me how proud he was of me for what I'd kind of achieved at like a, like a point in my business. And I looked at him and I was like, it's all because of you I was like you like I couldn't have got here if you hadn't have loved me and supported me and like pushed me forward so yeah saying thank you and no and switch off your damn computer at bedtime is like like we're moving out in three weeks tomorrow I'm so excited well when this goes live it'll be just over two weeks so you know I can't tell I'm very excited but I have this rule that we're leaving all our devices in the lounge from now on um, the bedroom is like device free at night time so because you know when you're sitting there and you're kind of having a nice pillow talk conversation and then one of you just leans over and checks their inbox and the other one's just sitting there like f you like what are you doing like spend time with me and it's like if you remove the devices you can't even fall into those traps is what I'm learning yes I'm trying so hard to enforce that right now um because Andrew, <laughs> Andrew's like addicted to playing games on his phone <laughs> I'm like, really? Am I am I just nothing to you? But like the dramatics turn on and 
Ugh. Yeah, oh yeah and i'm highly strung <laughs> i'll i'll take like alex or oh, this was like three years ago he was obsessed with this like simpsons game on his iphone and i'd get so angry and i'd be like and i'm because i'm quite highly strung anyway and um so yeah the games i get you <laughs> but it's it's me and alex both like, obviously we he freelances and i run my coaching business and a lot of our clients are in the states so we're usually getting emails coming through like at bedtime for us so it's hard because sometimes your business needs you to work on a funny time zone like me and me and jess right now when we were setting up this podcast interview I was like wait a minute let me calculate the time difference so I don't mess it up because time differences are stressful (laughs) but um but yeah set some boundaries because it's it's important too and I guess the last question is um what are you I mean what's next for the fire stokers what's next for you what are you making happen right now and how can we get involved and support you along the way yeah um so perfect timing with the podcast actually I'm so my free seven-day email challenge is starting on September 1st um, and it's aptly named Switch Off and Get Turned On. Um, and it's, <laughs> it is all about um, just making time for your relationship without losing traction in your business. So that's a free seven-day challenge. If you head over to uh, thefirestokers.com, um, I think, Jen, you're going to put the link up on the show notes as well. Um, you can jump on, pop your email address in um, and you'll get sent the emails as they come out. Um, and I'm also about to launch a relationship uh, rebalance program, uh, some online classes. So I've already got the self-paced program on the website, but um, I am going to offer you a bit of my sweet time um, and you can jump on a call with me and, and go through the modules. Um, the program itself is pretty self-explanatory. It just sort of takes you from woe to go and, and helps you build that intention behind your relationship so that it's really steady underneath um, you know, as a foundation for your business as well. I love that. Those sound incredible. Yeah, all those notes will be in the show notes. And yeah, thank you so much, Jess, for coming on today. This has been awesome. I've loved this. Thank you. I've had a ball. And there we have it, episode number 16 of the Make It Happen podcast. As always, to catch all of the show notes, head over to jennyperr.co.uk slash podcast and make sure you look out for a brand new episode each and every Thursday.